0: Get all the latest football headlines and bite-sized opinion in the brand new Whistleblowers Daily Podcast. Join Mark Smith, Martin Gritton and a conveyor belt of guests as they dissect all the biggest stories in one small, perfectly formed package. Take five to ten minutes out of your day to stay up to date with everything that matters in football. Whether it's a big result from the night before, a new excuse from Jurgen Klopp, a shocker of a VAR decision or a new chapter in the ongoing Man United soap opera, we will cover it. All the latest news. Every weekday lunchtime on the Whistleblowers Daily Podcast. Look for the Whistleblowers wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Footballistically,
2: Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Psychic, Psychic Josh Landy is in
0: his Soho House office. Josh, I am indeed, and we are what? Four or so hours away from the end of the transfer window. I'm not sure yeah. if we ever done a podcast on. I think China. we have. Yeah, I'm sure probably. we
2: have. In the many, many years we've been doing this. But yeah, we are as we speak. We're we're. Um, I'm looking. I've got Sky Sports up now. Um, and yeah, so all very excited. because we're actually we're trying to sign a player as we speak, aren't we? Um, which I think if you'd have said this like 24 hours ago, when Douglas Louise scored a spectacular. Um, Uh, from a spectacular corner that we're gonna then try and buy in the next day. I mean I like seeing lots of people including on my own WhatsApp group saying, Oh yeah, it looked like he wasn't celebrating properly. And you know, you could tell that he was gonna (laughs) he was gonna sign for us. I was like, really? I didn't I couldn't see that. But anyway, that is happening. As we say, so by the time this podcast goes out, fuck knows when it'll go out. But you know, say like later tonight or tomorrow morning, maybe we'll have signed a Brazilian defensive midfielder for around, I don't know, 25, 30 million. Who can say? But more importantly than that, we're joined by Arsenal living legend and superstar, Arsenal, Jeff Arsenal. Arsenal Jeff, Jeff Arsenal. Hi, Jeff. Jeff.
1: Hi, yeah. How you doing, boy? How you doing, Josh. Very, Very well.
0: back. You've been away, Jeff. Is that right? You've been away.
1: Yeah, I've been away. Uh, you know what? I've been all of August, more or less, out of the country. Uh, yeah, of I've course. Been to Croatia. Wow. Went to Croatia twice. I went to uh, Antigua, and then I was in Istanbul for for a week as well, doing a bit wow. of c- a city tour. So yeah, that's the way to go, eh, mate? Get to a certain age, and you uh, you, gotcha. you want to get away. Yeah.
2: You got to go. Only imagine. Get away. But you're back. Yeah. Um, But you're back now, thankfully. And, um, well, yeah, we didn't do a podcast. um, Apologies, by the way, to listeners, because we didn't do predictions for the game last night, the Aston Villa game, because we thought, Josh and I thought we'd probably do a podcast before that game. But as it ended up, because we are both spectacularly busy people you know josh has got to look after michael richards he's on every single tv program ever made every advert ever made is a busy man and i host q and a's and bullshit like that so we haven't had to do we didn't do predictions for night, which is a disgrace because predictions are the only thing that separates our podcast obviously out from the other 25 us podcasts, podcast as i always say but um we've had two we've got two interesting 2-1 victories to talk about five games record, Um, you know, Harland can score as many hat tricks as he won, but they're not top of the league, we're top of the league, Jeff, can you bloody believe it, and how excited should we be, on the, you know, on the kind of scale of over excitement, the Richard Keyes scale, how excited should we be?
1: Uh oh, out of a hundred, I'm two hundred, boy. Honestly, I think everybody, <laughs> every everybody's in, everybody's in. We're delirious with 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 what we've seen of late. Uh, I mean, five out of five is is incredible. I don't think anybody would would have imagined, uh, you know, how well we're doing up to now. Uh, although I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm I'm Arsenal fans as we are. We're always a little bit cautious. What's around the corner? Uh, no doubt we'll talk about the Man United game that's coming up, but uh, I mean it's been amazing, an amazing turnaround from this time last season um, and the, the way we're playing, the, the, you know the, the couple of players that, that we've, we've bought, brought in have been amazing and uh, it's made, made a whole lot of difference, hasn't it? It's, it's, it's great to see
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean um, obviously Zinchenko was injured um, the last couple of games and um... Party's been injured, and then Elneny got injured. But then, but the, from the way we played, it's got this system, hasn't he, Josh Arteta? He's he's kind of got this system that we've been playing every single game this this season the same way, pretty much. And even though it's had to slot in a few different players, a couple of different players because of injury, it, the system's still working against all the teams we've played so far. It's been quite interesting to see, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I get Tierney coming in for Zinchenko um, has given you know a level of stability and familiarity um, at, at left back. But you had felt that Zinchenko moving forward had, had certainly looked you know more impressive, stronger. Has played in midfield for his for his country, played in midfield before. But you know, give credit. I didn't think Tierney had his best game, possibly. Um Saturday, but then I thought he, he came back pretty well yeah. um last night. So you know, absolute credit to him. But look, we're gonna get injuries, and you know, the one that really stood out, I think, last night probably is Lukonga. Um and, and watching it back when I got in and sort of fast-forwarded the game and looked at the post the sort of sorry, time and post-match analysis that was done. Lukonga had an excellent night, really sprayed the ball around, rarely gave it away, wanted to get the team. Going forward and even going back to the all-or-nothing documentary and that it was so visible his frustration and not getting an opportunity. And you wonder what is going through his mind when he sees yet again El Nenny is put ahead of him. But to come in and give the level of performance he did is, is really encouraging. And sadly, given that we know Thomas Partey misses a lot of football and the news on El Nenny didn't look good. Well, we'll see what does or doesn't happen with Douglas Louise in the next few hours. But you suspect actually Lokonga now is going to see quite a bit of football.
2: Yeah, I thought Lekonga, Jeff, was did a, was better than El Elneny. I mean, Elneny was was kind of okay. And I think Tierney was a bit rusty, wasn't he, on Saturday, which is fair enough because he hasn't had much much game time. Um, but then but last night I thought against Villa, Tierney was much better. And Lekonga was as 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 uh, Josh says, Lekonga was was excellent.
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. Um Tierney, uh you know, I just against Leicester you could just see such a difference already on that left-hand side uh when we was missing Zichenko uh the the play you in, the, in the, even in the first 5 minutes you could just tell the difference uh, the difference in quality and that is that is that is a that's the thing i mean when we when we signed Kieran Tierney, we was uh, a very very low ebb, and and he, he was maybe the best thing since sliced bread with the hmm. Tesco's bag, and he was like one of the boys and everything else. But you know what? I think he's. I think we've we've moved up a stage or two now. Um, the the ceiling has been raised, and I, 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 I don't know. I just think I can see that in his play. I, I think I think he, he 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 might be thinking. You know what? I got I got to step up here. And I'm not really sure he's got that technical ability that we're going to need moving forward. So I do feel. Mm -hmm. Listen, he's going to get plenty of games this year, right? But I don't think he's going to be our first class. And the same with the same with Chaka. What we've said, I do think we are going to move on. If we're going to win, if we're going to be, you know, in for major honours, I think we are going to have to move on from. People like Checker, but we'll come back to him later on. Chaka, Granite, yeah. wait, hold on, hold Granite, on, hold on, Granite, yeah, Granite. Granite I, I our
2: know, new, yeah, Granite. hold on, Jeff, our new like superhero. Um, well, I know, first, I but for, for, Tierney, I, Tierney is interesting because he's he is your very classic, old-fashioned fallback, isn't he? Attacking fallback, and he, you know, there were times last season and and you know in the last eighteen months or so when pretty much every single attack was like Tierney bomb. You know, bombarding up the wing, yeah. crossing it. Some, you know, effectively maybe you know half the time. Yeah. But that was a, a real element of our play. And now, as you say, I think when Zinchenko came in, it was much more of a subtle, um, subtle, subtle performer in that, in and, and changing that position to a quasar midfield and all that. And I think, Correct. I think it's an interesting, challenging time for Tin. Really, yeah, I agree with you. I yeah, kind like of say, love him for the character that he is. Yeah, yeah,
1: like like you say, he's an he's an old fashioned left back, okay. Where you're you're bombing up and down, you know. He did have great energy at the time. Uh, I do think he's struggling with fitness a little bit at the moment, uh, which you could, I yeah. think you could clearly see he was, he was getting puffed out. And I do worry about um, going further, moving further into the season. I, I, you know, I think you can only really get 60, 70 minutes out of him at, at full pelt. Uh, and but you can see the difference in technicality with regards to Zinchenko. Uh, and that's where the difference is. And that's where I think we need to up the ceiling a bit. And that's where I think that he's going to struggle. And I think he sees that himself. I really do. I, you know, I do, I do see, I, I can see it in him. You know, he, he must be thinking, oh man, I've got, I've really got to press up and I'm just not sure he's got that in him. But like I say, he will get games because you can't play, you know, you can't play Zichenko every single game. And he mostly do the type of thing. Whereas um, uh, like, like, um, Rob Holding's doing where he'll come on maybe the last 15 or 20 minutes to just keep us nice and tight because he is a good, he's, a, he's the better of the two defenders, but not the better of the two uh, guys going forward. That's where the problem is. El Nenny, listen, I don't say a bad word about El right? And what you've got with El is you've got a player that he plays to his strengths and he, he hasn't really got no wing mirrors, so to speak. He'll just play what's in front of him. But if you Mm. give him two or three options, he will keep the ball and he'll keep the ball moving. And that's what we need sometimes, you know, but you're not going to get anything anything better than that from El Nene.
2: I I just feel, I just feel like party is such a, when, when party is playing, he's, Everything. He's such a fulcrum, isn't he? he? He kind of like he's there to get the ball from the defenders. Yeah. He's there to supply the ball to the midfielders further ahead than him. He can run with it. He can yeah. shoot. I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe he shoots too much, but all of that. I feel like in the comparison, I don't feel like he is as in any way near as confident in kind of, you know, kind of really running things. Whereas Lukonga last yeah. night was trying. I thought he was there visibly more picking the ball up and yeah. Spraying it around a bit more. That's 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 hey, all I think. Hey, but Josh, hey, yeah. sorry. No I've got to carry josh, on, josh. What you're gonna say something
0: about Well, I was just I was just on Kieran Tierney. It was his first ninety minutes last night since March when he got injured at Villa you know, in the game at Villa Park, yeah. where he won one nil and then he missed the rest of the season. So yeah, I think I think your point there, Boyd, about cutting him some slack, and you know he really had had just you know a few minutes here and there in these sort of opening three games, and then you know slightly longer Saturday, and given the full game, you know you know on on Wednesday night. So yeah, I think we have to cut him some some slack, but you know who knows? I think this Douglas Louis situation is interesting, but if he if he doesn't come in the next few hours, which I accept is a slightly Ridiculous thing to be putting out to a podcast that might only come out afterwards, but then we might see Zinchenko maybe you know have a have a midfield role, and it's nice to know that we mm-hmm. we have that flexibility. Generally, Boyd, I'm a little bit surprised, if I'm honest, about your your fairly good mood that you seem to be in given Hector Bellerin's news in the in the last couple of hours because oh. nobody has made you smile more than him since Theo Walcott, really. So <laughs> what, how, how you're so happy. I, I'm not sure if that's strictly true,
2: but um, I'm pleased for him as an individual. You know that he's that he's sorting his future out. You know, and that he's not. I'd rather he has you know a firm something to do rather than hang around Arsenal. You know, not really co- knowing full well that that Arteta doesn't want him. So yeah, I'm pleased for him. I'm pleased for him on the on the human level for sure. It's it's. But you know, I, I he was never that. I I think I I liked him as a cult figure and as a you know a kind of pioneering. Um, guy, you know, in all these different his fashions and his uh, all of that stuff. I don't think I ever liked him that much as a player. I don't know if I, I mean, mate, you know, he was he was decent, wasn't he? But I don't think I don't think he was ever the kind of player that we thought. Oh, transformative kind of, you know. I mean, similar in a way, possibly in putting in a good old fashioned, quite basic fullback as we're talking about with Tierney. Um, so yeah, I love some, some good guy. years. I, I, I never had the Theo level of love for him. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I, but I never, was it, was, it wasn't, a, I mean, wasn't we,
0: a Theo style. Yeah. No, I mean, you go back, I think it was all that 2015 16 season where, you know, Leicester ended up winning the title. That, you know, that, that that year in the next couple of seasons where he was fit and playing, he was a, you know, a, a very strong player, part of, a, you know, the Arsenal team to, to win the cup in, in 2015 yeah. and 2017 and, and, you know, 2020. So, I don't know. He he probably deserves more of a, a send-off than he'll get considering I'm trying to look here, almost two hundred and forty games for the club. Um, you know, just sort of goes quietly. And it seems like he's taken quite a big pay cut from from what the reports are. And that makes sense if you, you know, you read what we read about Barcelona's finances.
2: Yeah, I'm more inter- I'm I'm very interested in the in the Jacca situation and what Jeff's got to say about Xhaka. So because I think, you know, for a lot of us, he's transformed this season. He's playing further up the pitch. He's not in so he's not in as many positions where he has to commit stupid fouls and penalties and get sent off and all that. Um and he's I think I thought last night he was absolutely phenomenal. Um possibly our player man of the match. Um it- Martinelli had a good game as well, but I thought he was but, but you you have doubts still, Jeff.
1: No, no. I'll I tell you what I mean by that. L- let, me, let me make it clear. Granite Xhaka is the most improved footballer at Arsenal Football Club in the last 18 months, right? right. Um, and, and he's he's been brilliant. Uh, you know, like you say, most of all that stuff where he was getting caught out uh, on the halfway line, you know, having to trip people and chop people down because he hasn't got the pace to get back. He's moving... Higher up the pitch, he's even a threat in the box now, which is great. But what I'm trying to say is, if we are going to achieve and, and, and uh, go for a major honours, we are going to have to replace him. And I think that's, you know, that left eight position. And uh, same, same as, you know, what you was talking about, Bellerin and Tierney, it, 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 they are both in the same, they, they're in the same place, really. We just need to up the ceiling, unfortunately, hmm. Kieran Tierney and Granite Chaka. Uh, if we are going to improve and, and fight for these you know, Champions League and, and Premier Leagues, we are going to have to get better players in those positions. And that is what you'll see over the course of the time uh, with, with Mikel Arteta. That's what it will do, I'll guarantee it.
2: Uh, you guess so. But I think he loves, I mean, I think he clearly absolutely loves um, Xhaka, uh, first of all. And I'm not sure, I don't feel, I feel like, you know, Xhaka could be one of the players that helps us get into the top four this season. I'm not sure if he, he I don't yeah. see, I'm quite, like, I don't feel like he's the player that we need to, um, particularly now, right now, the way he's playing right now, I don't feel like he's the player we need to replace and get and step up from, whereas there are other, you know, a couple of, of other areas um, where we're lighter than, than in his area of the pitch. So that's why I'm slightly surprised. I just think he's been, you know, one, as you said, I agree with you, one of the most improved players. I just think, like, what, the, the change in his position this season has been a revelation.
0: Josh? Well, did you see Granit Xhaka having a go indirectly at Richard Keyes and the celebration police in his comments? Yeah, because he took issue with the idea that Arsenal shouldn't have over-celebrated the victory against Fulham. he said, you have to have respect for every club and the people. If they say we can't celebrate because it was Fulham, they don't respect the Fulham team. And you saw how well they did on Tuesday against Brighton. They won again. They've only lost once against us in five games. Give them some credit. Give them the respect. If you don't celebrate, they say to us, why don't you celebrate? If we celebrate, they say, why did you celebrate? So sometimes we can't make everyone happy. This is our job. This is what we want to do. We celebrate if we win. It doesn't matter against who, And it does. And and that came across in the All or Nothing documentary, That his passion, how he cared, how he may not have the armband on, but he seemed like he was acting like a captain at at various points. Yeah.
2: Well he's in the 100%. leadership group, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. I he like him. Listen, I'm
2: not I'm not saying
1: I'm not saying we get rid of him at the moment, but I, like you know, like I've okay. already said, if we're gonna have the ceiling, we, he's gonna be one of the next player maybe out, you know. Okay. okay. But not for now. He's doing great. Right, right, obviously. right.
2: Okay, you I, I understand, I understand. Just on the um the celebration I wasn't gonna I wasn't going to um talk about Richard Keys just because I think it's one of those things where You know, he's so obviously saying something deliberately, stupidly provocative that I don't think even he... uh, I don't think he believes at all in that kind of, you know... That way that pundits sometimes feel they have to say something moronic and controversial to get fans riled up and to get attention. It's attention-seeking. And so by discussing it... I'm complete. We are completely giving him what he wants. He wants every podcast, Arsenal fan, and and social media person to slag him off. It's the whole point of what he's saying. But having said that, I think you have to discuss it because it's such a stupid thing to say. And my only thing that I was going to mention is if you've, if if, he's obsessed. By the way, that man, RK. It, with um, they keep saying Wenger was forced out by the fans, by that. So that's another kind of thing in brackets about what his whole his whole take on this thing. Um, but what I was going to say was, I've been to pretty much every home Arsenal home game, you know, since you know on and off when I've been in the country, when I've had been able to since like George Graham, right? Maybe even. Before that, you know Bruce Rioch. I remember going to some of his games, etc. And I can tell you that there's no way the fans ever do not celebrate massively and vociferously when you come back from a goal behind, and when you have to win a game in the last five minutes, for example, as has happened in that game on Saturday. That's why they were celebrating so wildly. It, whether it was Fulham or Man City or Liverpool, we were, we were we had to come back from one nil down to a 2-1-up. It's a classic. There was a fucking Arsenal fanzine called 1-0 down, 2-1-up yeah. about it because it happened. It used to happen all the time and it was brilliant and we loved it and we'd celebrate it massively. The idea that we we'll celebrate more now is insane. It's just bullshit. So that's all I have to say on
0: the matter. I, I did see Richard Keyes has a new podcast out, Boyd. If you do need more of Richard Keyes, oh. I saw he tweeted earlier. He said it was by popular demand.
2: that wow. uh,
0: He has a uh, public demand, he said. Uh, lots to discuss. Thank you for your many messages. Our guest tomorrow is a man <laughs> very much in demand. But then so he says, "Thank you for our, your many messages." But then every r- response or comment is uh, F F F the F most F uh, amicable, F I would say. Yeah. F off you c. F off you c
2: word. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, Jeff, yeah. you've, you're a man of, of similar age to me. I think you know you, this, yeah. we've always celebrated things like that. F fans celebrate when you come back. From, it's just
1: well you know last season we was as soon as we went behind we were struggling to get back in the games right Yeah, and this was a big thing and not only for the fans the team recognised that themselves right and then we came back from it and it's like we can do this we're on a roll right we want to keep the roll going we've come back from a you know adversity and and away we go so that's why they were celebrating what's what's wrong
2: with that yeah and and Jesus said last night on his post-match interview that how important it has been and how impressed he is that the way the players respond when they, when they concede a goal. And it has been one of the amazing elements of all of our games this season, hasn't it? That If, if, we, if we concede a goal, we come back pretty much in the next like, minute, we're on it. It's almost like the players have complete... That was a massive problem last season. One of our biggest problems, I think, that mentality. And it, so far, we've sorted it. I'm not saying, you know, that maybe, you know, against Man U on Sunday, which we'll get to on Saturday, sorry. Maybe we'll, you know, who knows what will happen and maybe we'll collapse if we if we go goal down. But it seems we were doing this to, to inferior teams, weren't we, last season? Like, if, if, you know, if teams like Wolves and Watford, et cetera, when a goal scored against us, we collapsed. It was it was terrible. Yeah. We have clearly one hundred percent sorted that out.
1: Well, we'd have lost that game last year, I think. You're right, you know, I agree. I think, yeah. I think we'd have, think we'd have yeah. lost it, you know.
2: So so, yeah. so it was great, yeah. and
1: um, we just got to keep on rolling on, haven't we? You know, and keep on keep on winning.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's we'll talk more about this glorious uh, time to so be an Arsenal fan. We'll talk about um, possible transfer. We'll talk about the Man U game. And we're back from the break. Um, just to go back to my very first question about how excited we should be. Um, uh, my feeling was, and I've said this a couple of times, Jeff, in, in in the in the in this series of the podcast, this this season of the podcast, that I feel like, I mean, City now, even though they're behind us right at the moment, yeah. <laughs> they have got better goal difference. But I feel like City are kind of on a bit of a planet of their own. And actually, yeah. even Liverpool, dare I say, us, Chelsea, Spurs are all kind of competing, Man United maybe, stabilised Man United, they've signed some pretty good players, that we're all kind of competing for this top four. And I think it's going to be really tight. And I think even with the massive improvement we've got and this brilliant start to the season, you almost have to get this good a start to the season, I think, if you're Arsenal, to feel that you're going to stay with all of those other teams who are competing for those top four slots.
1: Yeah, but you know, results have been been very kind to us recently shame last night Liverpool nicked that winner, which I mean that was a cheat. It was unbelievable, but because that would have helped us a little bit more. Um but you are right. We do need to we now we have got to start start really, really good. Um but I mean we, we lost the first three games last year and we still should have got fourth. Yeah. But we blew yeah. it at the death, right? But now obviously we've got the we've got the personnel in now to 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 get us over the line. But um But we are, don't you think, I think we're looking like a mini Man City, the way we play. the build-up. yeah. Yeah. We we really are now looking like Man City. And I said this a a little while ago, I said, you know, Pep, when he first came in, even with all that money, it still took him 18 months, two years to get where he wanted to get. It took time and he had to sign, you know, he signed all them fallbacks for 50 million pounds, a couple of cent, half John Stones and whoever. Mm. Uh, We haven't had that. So it's taken Mikel Arteta this time, 18 months or two, I don't know how long it is now, two years. It's just been so quick um, to get into this position. Um, so, you know, if we could just keep on building and, and pick off them players here and there, uh, I really do believe in, in maybe another year's time we can genuinely challenge for the Premier League. Uh, but the top top four for me this season would be would be superb. But you know what? I, I think we've got to be favourites for it, haven't we? Uh, oh Josh, right now
2: right now 100% yeah but Josh I yeah. think I agree with what Jeff says about the mini the mini man city thing I mean that you could I think he's you could tell all the way through since he became the manager just from the way he talks and uh, and certainly the way he's been building this team and the certainly the way he started this season that the the pep approach and that man, everything that he learned he really is putting that into Interoperation with Arsenal now. And I, I would have almost j- found that comical, the idea that our, with us with our squad could even ch- attempt to play the way they do with that level of intensity and meticulousness where they all know where they are on the pitch and all of that. But he's, he's fucking doing it so far, brilliantly. And I have to say the football is incredibly attractive to watch. Like, I do feel like we've got, a, while Spurs are a little bit behind us, and, you know, you could argue that we've had a slightly easier start to the season and you know chelsea have inconsistent liverpool having a bad time but our actually the way the whole we've got an identity the way we play football just the 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 silky beautiful moves we have so that is all fantastic so i almost like i can completely live with the fact that we don't even if we don't you know not competing for the league yet, or even if we fall out of the top four right at the end of the season we're playing some brilliant football and that's a massive revelation isn't it josh
0: it is, and it's part of the reason why the Emirates is such a happy place at the moment. It, it's not watching attritional football um, that's grinding out results. It's it's great. It's great football, and there are aspects of it that are starting to feel very familiar. You know, you, yeah, you feel you've, you've you've seen this style before, and we're we're sort of pressing play and um, and going again. And even when you know we we were level on on Saturday for Arteta's immediate response to be pulling off Kieran Tierney and going Elian Ketu and going three, five, two. And, you know, they immediately seem to, you know, respond and understand what their role would be in in that situation with like an immediate positive change to go and go and try and find a a way to win the game. And Yeah, not only are we winning, but the football's great. And that gets people off their seats very literally. I've never seen so much of the stadium in the lower tier standing um, up, you know, throughout the whole game. Particularly, you know, the, the noise behind the goal next to the away fans is... You know, if this is all, I, yeah. they look quite young from from for what I can tell, but they're almost like you know, in are they all in black shirts? Yeah, they're all that, in black shirts. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. deliberate? The,
1: the, the Ashburton Army? The Ashburton cool, Army,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I but is that the uniform? Then is that just like mm. just cheaper than? Cheaper than just buying a kit, I guess. Yeah, just get a plain black. I think t-shirt. it works visually, doesn't it? I think it works. So I well like visually. it. Yeah. I like it very, yeah. very, very, uh, very clear. No. Are you, Jeff? Are you, are you, you've moved your ticket to no. go and stand no. with the Ashburton Army?
1: No, I love it. I admire them, though. Good luck to yeah. them. They're all very young. They're all very young, between 18 and 25, apparently.
0: Yeah. You can sell it. You are just, just just over the Asian.
1: I, I won't get in there, mate. That's right. I'll have to. will mm. have to put me at the back somewhere. You know. But those are the
0: tickets that you you can buy if you're a silver maybe red right. member. I, I definitely am going to go and do a couple of games there this season for sure. Mm. Uh, I'm going to find a way to go around and sit there. Not that I don't like my block 12, but it, it feels like that's where it's uh, funny
2: enough. Clock end, Um, the clock end, Uh, club level rush best cl- clock level, club level, clock end club level. I'll get it right in a minute. A uh, place to eat is in clock end, which is the, um, what's it called? I went there last night. Um, and it Dial Square, I think it's called, or yeah. something oh, like that. You actually had
0: a proper sit-down meal before? No, no,
2: no, no, not sit-down. No, 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 no. Quick in, in and out. But they have a pizza. They have quite a nice pizza and quite a nice rotisserie chicken and buttermilk chicken kind of burger thing in a brioche bun with coleslaw, etc. And it's much better than the one right close to us, where we are in around block, like, 58, 59, et cetera. That's all I'm saying. So the cl- clock end's the place to be right now. Anyway... Um, I want to ask a couple of things about specific players. Saka, um, a couple of people. Alan Algar, I don't know if a uh, friend of the pod hasn't been on hasn't been on yet this season. I'm sure we're holding him back, bringing him on when you know when we need a full superstar arrival. Mm-hmm. Alan wrote a thing on um, for the Guna. He's writing for the Guna after every game now, I think, where he basically said that Saka. Was having a difficult and not great start to the season, and that you know we really need to rest him more. Well, I think last night he was pretty much back to full strength. I felt, and um, you know, I, I think it, I, I was almost thinking, well, I wonder whether he will be rested. You know, you could you could have the various options you could have had and in, in, could have brought Nketiah in, etc. But actually, I thought Zucker was great last night. And that was a penalty, wasn't it, when he was like hauled to the ground um, early on? I just thought that was a, that was an absolute clear penalty.
1: Unbelievable. Uh, you know, in, 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 on what football pitch would that not be a penalty? Yeah. I mean, we've had this. I mean, even the, last night, the referee, and I mean, I know we keep moaning about referees, but the persistent fouling and the just the little niggles, you know, when we're passing the ball off and they'll leave a little bit on you. Every single challenge, all every game this season, right, they've been just nipping in and, and you know, and uh, it's amazing he's still standing, sucker, because... Yeah. He gets, he gets lumped every single week by all different, um, all different football teams. Well I know he's maybe our best player. Um, and I think my theory is <clears throat> on what Alan's saying and the demise of Saka's, in inverted um uh, form, right? Now, of course, yeah, it looks like he's not on form. But I think it's because um, all the teams realised that we was very, very strong down our right-hand side. Mm. Uh, but we've switched it now to the left hand side. Now we had Zichenko, Jesus up the top there, and Martinelli, right? Yeah. We've been firing down that left hand side. Yeah. So, um, um, But teams will now have to readjust again and go back over to the left hand side. Uh, so that maybe, maybe Stephen Gerrard saw that. And that's why I think, I mean, Saka was much better last night, wasn't he? He, he, yeah. he played yeah. a lot better. So maybe that's what it is, the tactics, where they was close. Mm. We was very strong all last season down our right-hand side. Yeah, yeah. So, so everyone's, everyone's seen it. So the other teams have thought, okay, we're going to close that down now. But the, the way we started this season, we're better, we're better off on the left-hand side. So, you know, mm. hopefully it'll open up and they'll all get, a, you know, get in amongst
2: it. Yeah. I still think, he's an, even if he's not like on top form, I still think he's an incredibly dangerous player. Just the amount of space he creates with his runs and the attention that he has to get. That's why he's one of the most foul players. He's still making those runs, even in the, even in the first four games of the season, you know, where he, I wouldn't say he's like top, top form. I also think my other theory about Saka is that, you know, recent times, he's been so obviously our best player by far and away like our yeah. best player well now we've got other players particularly in those attacking positions who are really yeah. really good as well when, who, yeah. and now we're focused so it, it, he doesn't stand out as much you know his contributions yeah. don't stand out as much I still think he is contributing even even bef- but last night I thought he was particularly back on form but um you know uh, and that whole thing Josh I don't know what you feel but everyone's saying like in the article um Alan's saying he's not here to, to defend his article. I'm not having a go. I'm just saying he was, it was an interesting piece. But there's the assumption that and a lot, all everyone a lot, a lot a lot of people I see a lot of people saying it that it's unbelievable how that he never gets rested and that he plays pretty much every game. But my uh, my only question is, and I want I'd like someone to uh, uh, ask this to Arteta directly. They must know. They must have the stats. And he never looks. He he always looks completely on it. Never looks even vaguely like tired or you know or whatever and i wonder if it's actually true that every single player of that age needs to be rested more you know to 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 give them long term i remember i'm looking thinking about like wayne rooney back in the day when he was 18 19 i don't remember i remember him being playing pretty constantly by man united like week in week out to to and i don't uh, and I remember people kind of warning about oh, this could like ruin his career, but it kind of didn't really. I mean, he had injuries and stuff. Do you know what I mean? so i, I, I slightly question with is it actually true that Zaka particularly Bakaya Zaka, the player he is, the body he's got, the talent he's got, do we oh, should we is that a concern that we play him constantly as much of a concern as, as some pundits are saying, and wouldn't the club admit uh, know that as well if if
0: uh, if it was true? Do you know the last time Borda Jeff that he didn't start the Premier League game? Oh, go on do you know, Jay, how does it Hazard it a guess? How far back are you going to go? This is good. Two um, and a half years? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, no. We're going back to last December. Okay. are going back to last <laughs> December. Uh, it feels like two yeah. and a half years. <laughs> no, but I, but I make the point that, you know, that is an extraordinary, you know, amount of games. You're, you're going back mm. to the what was the 14th game of last season away at Old Trafford. So from game 15, all the way through to 38, he's obviously played and played over 80 minutes in all five games this season. It's unusual. It's an unusual amount of of football to put through someone, you know, of that age, you know, with the demands that are there. And you imagine that isn't necessarily totally sustainable. If he's going to have a role in the European games, if he's going to have no role in European games and him and Gabriel. Jesus and a few other very key players are going to be, you know, completely left at home, then, yeah, that probably can continue. But, you know, doing that week in, week out is, you know, I, I don't think that is entirely sort of sustainable. And I don't think you see many clubs, you, many clubs do that with their sort of top, top players at the moment. He, he still found the key moment, though, talking about his influence. He, yeah, you know, yeah. that ball to Martínez brilliantly picked out. But he should have had a goal in the first half when Martinelli himself had put the ball, you know, all the way across mm. and yeah, he was stretching, but there was enough that, time to readjust his body. That dinked it,
2: cross though was fantastic. I loved that. That. It, yeah, yeah,
0: it, it was Brilliant. really calm. And that's why he's in all our starting lineups. If he's, mm. yeah, if he's, available. And he's, he's always a threat. Very hard to leave him out. Yeah. Always a threat. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting
2: I don't it'll be really interesting to see what he does with the European um games and whether he because whats if he really is gonna because pep I always feel I'm always surprised at the extent to which pep plays really really strong teams I know it's the Champions League that they're in rather than the Europa League but I, I people are saying oh you know he could play an entirely different 11 in the European games I don't think he will i don't, I think it will be a mix I think there'll be some players that he kind of play that play in both um, the league and, and the Europa, Europa Cup games that you think things can take it. I think there'll be a bit of a mix and match, but I don't think he's going to go down that route of a completely different team at all. No way. Um, I'll be surprised. The other player I wanted to ask about is Odegaard, who um, has had a fantastic start to the season. On Five Live, on the on, on Monday, they had a discussion where they were like, who has had the better start to the season, Haaland or Odegaard? Because they're both really good friends, both play for the same national team, both not going to the World Cup. And they had an absolute discussion saying, this was before Haaland's second hat-trick, obviously, in a row. But... Odegaard has had a brilliant start, hasn't he? You know, I think there are doubters. The only doubt for me, I think he's 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 got an unbelievable array of different passes, and yeah, moments last night he wasn't quite as brilliant last night as he was on Saturday. But and he was substitute, wasn't he? But does he's never played that well against the big teams, has he? I feel that like that's been a, a that's a slight question mark about him.
1: Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, but uh, no, I think he'll come through that though. I, don't, I think the, uh, he's he's the. Uh, unbelievably technically gifted gifted footballer, yeah. um, and and he's only going to get better. The more he plays in the Premier League, the more he gets used to it. Um, I, I think he's going to get better and better. And uh, you know, I, I, I can I can only we need that type of player in the team. He's, he's got so much flair oh, and does. the flicks and, and the flicks and the tricks and stuff like that. He's just he's just so good, and he makes a big difference to the team because he can go left or right. It doesn't matter, uh, and I think the team, the, te- the team are, are, are bought into him as well. They know he's definitely one of the best players, and at the moment, he's one of the best midfield players in, in the league for sure.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, he is, isn't he, Josh? It's a miracle that R- 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 let lets have him. I mean, he really is. It seems like fucking extraordinary, um, but because he because he could go on to be, you know, if I think if if he starts showing, if he starts playing this well and having this level of. Um, of confidence and running the game against the big teams. Very, Matt, this Man U game on on Saturday is going to be so interesting he's on all kinds of levels. But um, he's he, he's a fantastic prospect already. The already the captain. Um, yeah, it's really really exciting, isn't it, Josh?
0: Yeah, one of the points that was made, I think on Five Live on Monday night, was you know Real Madrid still going with you know Luka Luka Modric, who's thirty six yeah. years old now and and still you know quite a key player why not have someone sort of of Odegaard's profile ready to take over that that mantle and be an integral part of the Real Madrid team but i guess yeah we should be uh pretty grateful um i don't think it was like initially felt like to a lot of arsenal fans it was going to be an absolute certainty I mean, he did come on loan the back of the 2020 21 season but then yeah i mean he's more than sort of turned turned it around to a point mm. where you know he's he's Starting, he's, he's captain and he's, yeah, been one of the most influential players this season. And, yeah, I think we yeah. are probably quite lucky to uh, to have him.
2: Yeah, I can confirm, by the way, that Aston Villa have signed Leander Dendonka, which, but, yeah, which might enable us... Well, you've got to love my...
0: Deadline there. I mean, there was a, yeah. a a tweet that was purporting that it was a big people carrier outside Douglas Louise's house. Did you see this? Yeah. I mean, it was from like a Villa fan. I mean, God knows, it yeah. could have been anything filmed at any time, but you, yeah. you have to love Deadline Day. Um, yeah, for it's these, fantastic. These kind of things. The other deal. Field- Sorry, go on. Well, no, I I just hope Douglas Ruiz, if he does come, is, is you know, not. He hasn't scored his last direct corner at the Emirates, hopefully, this no. season. One thing I did enjoy last night when thinking about it was do you reckon, Jeff, or, or has there ever been a time in, in history where in. Um, consecutive games at the Emirates, or even you know, if we go back to Highbury, you've had two former Arsenal goalkeepers in goal for the opposition mm-hmm. who have managed By the current Arsenal manager,
2: what great! That's a great thought, Josh.
0: I'm putting it out there. Tweet us if if you think it's ever happened before, you know, because not only Martinez uh, and Bern Leonard, but they both played under (coughs) you know Mikel Arteta. So I wonder if it's Mm. ever happened before to have you know to have visitors Mm. and goalkeepers. Thankfully, neither succeeded.
1: Maybe maybe Jimmy Rimmer Boyd might remember Jimmy, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm not sure who the manager was then, but Jimmy Rimmer. Incidentally, went to Aston Villa for a while, and they was in the in the the old first division. So it might have happened that time. I'm not
0: sure, but yeah, have have two still managed by the same Arsenal manager on the bench. Yeah, that was. I don't know. Seemed an unlikely niche uh, bit. Did you see Martinez? What he did to Gabriel Jesus? Yes. Bit yes.
2: Much, wasn't it? Absolute prick move. Yeah. Which was, which was a real shame because he was, we, we were talking, me and Dermot and uh, Dom last night sitting together, we talking about how, what, what reception he was getting. And he, he kind of was, he got a decent reception at the start of the game from Arsenal fans. And then it went, it was going a bit downhill, but then when he did that, it was like, well, you know, you know, now we will hate you again. So yeah, it was unfortunate, wasn't it?
1: I think we were all yeah. getting impatient with the time wasting. That they was, yeah. They were trying to get away with. Of course. Which, which, which seems to be the thing now when yeah. teams come to our place, which then automatically means that they're frightened of us and we, we must be playing okay. So it's a good thing. <laughs>
2: Oh absolutely. Well there's a whole new thing. Time wasting, by the way. I always say time wasting. Every team wastes time when they when they need to. We are yeah. we waste time when we need to. Or every, we do You know, that, yeah. that Liverpool game last night where they scored, that was I I you said it was like a what did you say it was like a scandal or whatever? Because it was in the yeah. eighth, yeah. ninth uh, minute. But they totally true. Newcastle totally fucked that up. Newcastle deserved it. They totally deserved it. Any team that clearly wastes time like that. We now, um, uh, in our little um, group on Saturday... uh proudy who's at one of who was I was sitting with um on in on Saturday when it got to the end of the game and they put up the five minutes um additional time yeah. he started on his stopwatch counting the five minutes which I've never seen before and I thought yeah. was a brilliantly nerdy move on his part so now he's become stopwatch he's and and yesterday uh, Dom <laughs> started doing the stopwatch count. It's, of course it's a completely pointless thing to do because any any incident that happens during those five minutes you get more time anyway added on by the referee as there <laughs> always is so it's not like the precise exact five minutes counting down you said that last night I was like how much longer is there how much longer is there but um, yeah time wasting is definitely a big theme of this season 100% I'm just looking at the uh, at the deadline day latest deadline day news oh and the other big news that's happening right now is Aubameyang is going looks like definitely going to Chelsea, Chelsea. how do we feel about that yeah how do we feel about that
0: Josh yeah well it feels there's a sense of inevitability but uh, an Aubameyang on song I mean it's it's not like he's disappeared for three four years to go play in China and we're sort of wondering what sort of player There's a player who eight, eight nine months ago was you know was playing for Arsenal sort of in, in the Premier League at the back end of, of 2021 um, has gone to Barcelona scored goals dragged them into the Champions League during a difficult period for them and Chelsea you know have, have you know, do do need a, a forward player? I think it makes um, huge sense for them, and I suspect he'll he'll do pretty well for them. But that one, yeah, that yeah. one looks like it's uh, it's happening. And talking about receptions, what what do you think would happen on on his return, Jeff, if well, he was yeah. to the Emirates? Oh,
1: well, you know, incidentally, obviously we've been hearing about this for the last few days, haven't we, uh, about Yang? So I looked up when are we playing Chelsea, and it turns out it's November the fifth. Mm-hmm. Which is fireworks night, so uh, I, I hope okay. there's only, uh, but I hope there's only good fireworks from 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 us, and rather not the other way round. You know, um, I think no, I don't, I don't think he's going to be, he's not going to be welcome at, at the Emirates. That's for sure. Uh, I can't no. see that. But what about he's by the crowd? Get, gonna...
0: Do you think by you mean by
2: the crowd? So
1: yeah, yeah, get... yeah, the crowd. yeah, yeah, the crowd. Yeah, get, yeah,
2: I think he'll get, I think he'll get a hard time from the crowd. He'll get it. I agree. It. He'll get yeah, it, He'll definitely. get it. Yeah, I agree. Especially I think...
1: after the. All
2: or nothing. You know, yeah, where... yeah. because he's. If, I, I. I like him. I like the whole Flash Harry thing. You know, we should say by the way, terrible. He had. To, he got his house they invasion, didn't they? And they, they, that that was nasty and horrible for his wife and kids and for him. Yeah. Um Barcelona, yeah. I wonder if that might have sped up his decision to come back to London. I don't know. I've no idea. But I guarantee you, I will say right now, if he doesn't score against us on November the 5th, I will be stunned and amazed. He will definitely... Yeah. There's a the thing yeah. about Obama is he starts off really well, doesn't he? You know, he, he yeah. started off really well for us. He was an instant hit and i yeah. think that he did the same when he was at dortmund i think he yeah. did the same when he went to barcelona he was scoring goals i remember i pretty, sure pretty much he was scoring goals from his debut for barcelona onwards yeah. so yeah. It, it, but he always kind of declines as well i think it's how how quickly the decline is it was a couple of years for us it, it was like 3 or 4 years for dortmund i don't know but yeah. he'll definitely stop he'll be he, i think that's a really good signing for chelsea i think he'll do well i think he, i think he, you know because i think it's all mental with him isn't it it's like if he he, he i think for us he just went he just didn't get on with Arteta. I think there was a real personality clash there and that affected
0: his form and everything. But yeah, I... It's, I it, you know, amazing thing. He was Arteta's captain for a yeah. period. And, and for yeah. that change. And look, he will leave, you know, very few players will come back to the Emirates with a goal ratio like he had, you know, I know comfortably yeah. better, better than one in two. So the idea that he won't, you know, he'll get this sort of terrible, you know, reception. I don't know. I think there's still part of the fan base that, you know, the Piers Morgan's of this world who you know feel extremely angry that the club took the decision they did and that he went and you know probably really feel that compl- if, you, if you're that talented that you should have been indulged and you know allowed to mm. sort of maybe discrimination yeah. so I think there is a section of the fan base that probably wouldn't be wouldn't be sort of booing or too negative so I I, don't, I wouldn't be booing would you go as far as booing no. no I never no. boo
2: I never boo anyone no, it's, 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 it's 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 unseemly. Um, so yeah, I think it's uh, it's kind of tends to be the younger. I feel this is a massive generalisation. Tends to be the younger, slightly. I
0: don't know, less. You know, also I, think, I don't know. It's very hard for you to boo when you've got your. Special butter chicken from club level in your yeah. mouth. Interrupt <laughs> yeah. your ability. Butter to boo. milk chicken.
2: Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. You're right. It does, the it does affect that you've gone all yeah. the way to get, so you've missed yeah. it for 15 minutes. To yeah, do as well. We, so, yeah. we could sing the tequila song, but we can't. I can't. Yeah, booing is a whole other, a whole other matter. I'm trying to think. Like Alexis Sanchez, who had a similar. Did he? What, what reaction did he get when he came back? Did he? I think. I think. I don't remember him being booed yeah. particularly. I can't. Actually, like, I can coming kind of, back. Didn't he play for Man U against us? I think. I, thought, times, I, can't, I can't remember. I yeah, really can't remember. I'm pretty remember. sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, but you seem to forget, or like pe- people's memories are so, sh- so short. He was fantastic for us at his height, wasn't he? Like there was a period where we were winning those cups, you know, and um, he was just, and not just scoring goals, he was just a brilliant all round forward player. Some, some
0: wonderful games he played for us. So yeah. I think the, the way he dragged Arsenal to the FA Cup success. Yeah. Uh, yeah. semi-final final is amazing and uh yeah i mean it's it's funny i sat really, in a you know, yeah i sat on. in a box next to his family once um and they
2: were brilliant as well they were was very with very amazon because you were quite, quite no fond that, of amazon. this right. is pre-amazon this is pre-all or nothing this was like again this is a couple of years ago yeah and um i can't remember why i was there but
0: um they were they were fantastic so a lovely 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 family and, and, and we you know i know we're going to wrap up Sooner, yes. You know, pretty, pretty soon, but yes, you go back to that 2020 final, you mean, you know, Bamiang dragging Arsenal to, to victory with his two goals against Chelsea. Not only um, did Hector Bellerin, you know, start start that cup final, so too Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who has sort of slipped out yeah. the door yeah. on loan. and he, Not a permanent move, but I think with, alone with an option to buy to Southampton, it, it's just never quite happened, has it? He's only ever really seemed to get his opportunity when someone was... Injured, and whether it was at fullback or or in midfield, it, it's just never quite happened like it looked like it might. Like he even got in the England squad a couple of years ago, and you know got got some. And curiosity. you know
1: what? And he's and he's never really let us down, has he, and Nogues? He's never really no,
2: let us down, either. So. Yeah, I thought I, I liked him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's odd that I think maybe what you said that I think what you said. You know, maybe he's not of us. I mean, didn't reach the level. You know yeah. that that whereby he was going to be a player who had pushed us on, you know, yeah. as we, what you were saying about Shaka. I think he was one of those. But yeah, he, I, I agree, that he didn't let us down. I I, I really liked him as a, as a player. But yeah, he needs he to move well. on there, though,
1: doesn't he? Really, to, yes. to, to, to firm his career somewhere else.
2: Yeah, completely. I guess yeah, we have to turn to this game on Saturday, five thirty kickoff. Was oh, it Sunday? No, yeah. Sunday. Sorry, go it is keep, Sunday, I've been saying sorry, Saturday all the way through, like an idiot. Yeah, uh, uh, some Sunday. people are
0: going to be twenty-four hours early for the game. <laughs> arrive in Manchester on Saturday. It's because
2: I'm I'm confused because I'm going to Brighton on Saturday, and that's playing on my mind. Um, Sunday. Uh, it's a. Re- this is one of the hardest predictions I think we've ever had because Man United obviously they were fucking shit those first <clears throat> that first couple of games, then. Um he seems to have the new manager seems to have kind of settled them down pretty much unchanged, haven't they? They've been you know, they've there's there's a consistency of team selection. He seems he's to have made you know, some
0: Boyd, you know, he's made bold some big decisions. Calls. Yeah, bold Ronaldo. decisions. Yeah, Ronaldo. I mean, obviously they're playing at the at the moment when we're when we're yeah. recording. So it will be interesting yeah. how they've got on. And I guess it's only a good thing that you know they've got a you know shorter turnaround. Yes. You know, from the, from
2: yes. Six, if that'd been the other way around, we'd have been furious, wouldn't we? They, they, they we'd have had Less, 24 hours less to recovery time. Yeah. So I think exactly. that's a big thing. They've signed Anthony. That's a big signing. 100 fucking million. Sorry, I keep swearing that. 100 million euros. Unbelievable. They're bringing in other players as well as we speak. <coughs> so it's a really tough one. I don't know. What do you think, uh, Jeff? Go. Sorry, go on, Josh. Uh, well, no, I, well, I
0: just, this is such a, I lo- we'd love this fixture So much. I. I mean, one of the favorite away games that I, I love going to. Can't go Sunday. I've uh, got a, a wedding, but just, I'm so intrigued because you know, five mm. out of five, we, we can all rave and it doesn't matter who. You're playing the weakest five teams in the Premier League and you get five wins with three at home, two away. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. But to, to go and win at Old Trafford with United having to an extent turned the corner, obviously not knowing what the result is on Thursday yeah. night, would be a, a real statement. Because then again you look at the next couple of fixtures and you go, Oh, you know, Everton, Brentford away before we get into a tough October. Mm. Suddenly you're really looking at, you know, you'll be in the sort of 20-point bracket after eight games. And, you know, then then you start to get even more, ever more excited. So I I think we'll avoid defeat. I think we'll go there and get a draw. I think it might be something like two two. I think That's quite a um, prediction, yeah. I, I
1: think I think. What we, need, we, what we need to do and what we will do is go there and, and make a statement and let everybody know that the Arsenal have arrived and we're not going to mess about. Um, we've got to match them up for the first 20, 25, 30 minutes and then we'll just come back into, we we'll get into the game and I think we'll, we'll overcome them. I fancy we're going to beat them 3-1. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah. Bold. I think I'm going to sit on the fence and go for the draw. Yeah. I think, um, I think one all, I would have said two all like Josh, but it's got to be a different um, prediction. I think one all. Yeah. I think it'll be, it'll be sad if we, if we don't, if, you know, if, if we beat them a three, one, by the way, I mean, that will be, that will be a proper statement and fantastic. Yeah. Mm. As you say, um, but we'll see. It's currently nil, nil, by the way, lemon Leicester after about 20 minutes or so. So we'll, we'll find out. Um, Jeff, it's been magical to have you back fantastic thank you very much gentlemen
1: for having me back it's a pleasure
0: and josh as ever great to it's see been you Boyd, and uh, yeah. yeah look forward to yeah i'm so intrigued how uh, we'll get on at old trafford hopefully another very strong performance but we, we go there with absolutely no fear and with excitement and rightful expectations yeah. so we can look forward yeah. to it
2: and next I've we've got, got uh, you, I, go on I've got I've got a
1: bit of a problem because we're going I'm taking my wife to the uh, Dutch Grand Prix on Sunday.
2: Oh, of course! Not, you are.
1: I booked it ages ago before the fixtures come out. So now we've got Man United on the Sunday. So I really don't know where I'm going to be able to watch the, the football. I don't know. I have to. Well, you know what? I, yeah, I, I can watch it on the phone, but yeah, to still phone? Yeah, I can watch it on the phone, I suppose. Crank it up, up on the phone.
2: Crank it up on the phone. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's also the start of our European adventure next week. We play <clears throat>
0: Zurich on Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah, And we are playing them in St. Gallen, which I think yeah. has thrown a, a few Nowhere
2: near Zurich, not in oh, Zurich.
0: Yeah. About an hour's yeah. train away from uh, from yeah. Zurich. I saw some people um, writing up about that. But yeah, we'll, we'll be podcasting before that. Boy, you're not going off to Zurich, are you? I know you're... Uh, no, busy man. Not going.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think we're. I'm not sure if we're going to do a European trip this in this round. It's going to be hard. I think. Um I Bermot love the idea of Bodo Friday. Like, yeah, it's,
0: it's all. Yeah, to get to and they've only Bodo
2: tickets. only. Bodo's got like eight thousand seats or something. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well. I think it's there's tiny. only four
0: hundred away tickets, boy, But if you right. wanted to be there, boy, you're well connected.
2: You'd have. That's true. Amazon. That's true. Ask anyway, Amazon or something. You're obsessed with Amazon. Um, absolutely obsessed. Uh. <laughs> thank you very much. Lord of the Rings uh, starts uh, tomorrow. There you go. That's my Amazon plug. I don't know why I'm even mentioning that because I'm not a massive fan of it, but it's fine. Uh, thank you very much to Josh and Ge- Josh and Jeff, and we will be back on the podcast before that European game, definitely Monday, Tuesday, or something next week. Bye. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at PlaybackMedia.co.uk.